You're listening to Favor, a peak potential newsletter created by Jolana R. Bostwick to encourage and uplift women to live out their God-given dreams. An encouraging note. Hello, friends. Lately, I've felt a bit let down by people who I've helped or done some good for in their lives. I was sitting in my own self-pity when God gave me a revelation, as he always does. He asked, why do you do something good for someone? Is it for the credit, or is it simply because I instructed you to? I sat back thinking about the words, thank you, and how they are often good to hear from someone's mouth when you do something good for them. But I should rather embrace the word from my Heavenly Father when he says, you did well, my dearest daughter. Yes, this is what I need to hear when I do exactly what God instructs, whether I receive a thank you or any other pat on the back. I must be content because I know that I am being obedient to what he has placed in me to do despite the outcome. We must be mindful that offenses are everywhere and we can feel them even after doing a good deed. Don't allow the good feeling to be taken away once the assignment is complete. I know this can be hard, especially if someone is overly critical about what has been done for them or if they are expecting more than we are able to give. These tasks must be done out of the goodness of our hearts because we have God's goodness and His grace. Whether people express appreciation for the gift or deed done, we should first commit to follow through without any expectations. Yes, there are five love languages and ways we all feel appreciated, but let's be honest. A person isn't built to give us everything we need. If a person met all of our needs, then where would we place God in our lives, in our hearts? That's why it's essential that we practice His grace when someone doesn't react the way it plays out in our head. This is the time to show grace, the same we would want to receive if we were not able to live up to someone else's standards. The standard we should aim for is to be selfless when the Lord gives us direction to do his good works. When we commit to live this way, then we will be made full. When we are full, then we can walk in the promises of God with a clean and receptive heart. When we are ready to receive, that's when the Heavenly Father gives us more. He gives us more creativity, energy, resources, just more, more, more for us to continue to walk in the dreams He has placed in our hearts. Credit is simply what it is. It is a negative. Let's not let credit get in the way of our receiving His best. It all goes to the Lord after all. Let's continue to stay positive by living in the things of God by showing His grace in every interaction. Jolana R. Boswick, JRB, Editor-in-Chief and Encourager. Give Up by JRB. Give Give of yourself, give of your talents, give of your skills and the hills will not hinder you. Your triumph will be carved on the mountain. You will be developed, the meekness surmounted. There will be worries left behind in your mind. Only when you give up 
to God and feel his healing sunshine. Favorite feature, Jacqueline House, show producer and co-host, Good Day NWA. Jacqueline House is a Chicago native, but has called Northwest Arkansas home for many years. Before pursuing a career in media, she spent over 10 years in the corporate sector in merchandise support. In 2016, she joined the KNWA Fox 24 family as a digital producer and created local stories for web and social media. She then transitioned to appearing on air Monday through Friday with a trending segment. Jacqueline currently produces and co-hosts Good Day NWA, the area's only daily lifestyle show that highlights the amazing people and places that make Northwest Arkansas a great place to live. Jacqueline is married to her college sweetheart, Raymond House III, and is mom to Raymond, 15, Brooklyn, 13, and Asa, 8, all who keep her busy with marching band, basketball, orchestra, and more. She is avidly involved in the community by serving as a member of the Junior League of Northwest Arkansas. She also enjoys speaking at various events in Northwest Arkansas, including the Spark of Hope event for the Single Parent Scholarship Fund of NWA, the Me Too Gala for the Center for Sexual Assault, the Young Professional Summit, the Walton Arts Center's Masquerade Ball, and Northwest Arkansas Business Women's Conference, to name a few. Jacqueline loves meeting and connecting with new people and has a passion for community service. She provides a sense of fun and admiration to those who give their all to better the community. She gives hers, too, by giving them an opportunity to share their story on her daily morning show. Favor is proud of all she is doing to live out her God-given dream. Her joy radiates and her energy for her passion is seen every day in and out of the studio. Just a Few Thoughts by J.R.B. I'm not afraid anymore. I love the movie Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin, the quintessential coming-of-age movie, thinking that you have it all figured out, how you want to live, and who you can live without. There is a line in particular in the movie when, after hiding underneath his bed from the burglars, Macaulay comes out and says, I'm not afraid anymore. Come and get me. Of course, the thieves were no longer around, but I love that confidence that he had once he truly felt as if no one could do him any harm. That's how I feel since completely giving God my all. Come on, burglars trying to steal my joy. Watch out because I'm not afraid anymore. Thieves in the night, you have no hold on me to hold back my bravery to speak up. No longer am I afraid to step out and show my face because I know who has me. I'm never alone. God is with me and I'm no longer afraid. The ultimate support system. Ever go on a long walk and your feet start hurting due to lack of support, but you continue going the entire distance because you believe you can do it? This is how it can feel when going to someone for help and it ends up being a complete support system failure. You start in your dream, but 
but go to people for encouragement, but they discourage you instead. Sometimes when people discourage us, we must go the distance anyway, relying only on God's support, not theirs. We must be trained to continue to move forward despite the naysayers who may enter our lives, even if they are close to us. These people are only a test sent for us to see how much we want this dream. Yes, I'm hurt if someone says that they don't see my vision. However, God placed this vision in my heart and not theirs. If they don't see it, that's all right. I'll continue moving on knowing I have God's support. That's ultimately all we need, his support. The Quiet Ones It's always the quiet ones who surprise you because they have been suppressing their sound for so long. When they speak, it comes as a shock to many, but they have been listening all along. They were once wounded with words used as a weapon that caused them to remain silent. Then God's healing begins and they are restored and they choose to teach what they've learned during their silent years. Yes, they have something to say after breaking the silence with God's help. Yes, it's their time to speak. Shh, it's time to listen to the quiet ones. All right, here we go. Get ready. His Healing Freedom by LaToya Hampton. A manager of the Center of Black Women's Wellness in Atlanta, Georgia, LaToya Hampton has over 10 years experience in management, leadership, and coaching slash mentoring. She recently started Titus Life Institute, LLC, to motivate others to fulfill their purpose. What is healing to you? For me, it's a vision of an enormous hand coming from the sky and reaching into a beautiful garden to pull up the weeds. These weeds are planted deeply and are spread throughout the garden, which is made up of beautiful plants of all kinds, yet the weeds almost take over. They can only be removed by the strong hand of the Father, who pulls them from their roots. It is the biggest hand I've ever seen, bigger than the garden itself. This hand reaches down, and with precision, he weeds the garden. Years of all other methods were ineffective. But after this mighty hand pulls out the weeds, they no longer grow. The Father's method is most effective and something beautiful immediately grows in that place. This depiction represents us being made in the image of the Father. We reflect his beauty. We can produce fruit and are a representation of health. However, there are many weeds that infect our lives. These weeds are wounds and the garden is our soul. Weeds such as insecurity, hurt, pain, unforgiveness, and sin, for example, must be removed before they completely contaminate the beauty of our Father's image. The Father is ever-present and watching over us, but we must ask Him, invite Him in, and give Him full access. If not, the weeds will continue to grow. We often tend to get stuck in a place where we would rather not acknowledge them or temporarily reduce their effects. We cut them out or use a chemical solution, drugs, alcohol, entertainment, etc., that is only temporary. None of these are permanent solutions, therefore no healing can be administered, but healing is always possible. Healing is God going through the depths of your soul and purging everything that is broken, damaged, or wounded. These things must be surrendered to Him. 
Submission to God is important to treat our gardens effectively as he can cleanse every infected wound and fill the emptiness with the love that only he can provide. I see healing in two different ways. There is an outward physical healing for our bodies and there is an internal hidden healing for our souls. Some, not all, physical illness can be caused by internal or unidentified wounds. The most common unidentified wounds are unforgiveness and sin. These wounds can rob us from living a life of purpose and maximizing our full potential, but we can be healed. These wounds often reveal themselves as misconceptions about our, our identity and or our self-worth, but healing is freedom. Having internal wounds is bondage. It prevents us from living a life of prosperity and purpose. The worst part of this bondage is we can be unaware of its source, but we all can access God's healing to be free. Here's how. Number one, we must be willing to move ourselves out of the way. Number two, we must do the internal work and ask God to help. Number three, we must be honest about the hidden weed, weeds, wounds in our lives. Number four, we must give God full access to dig up anything that blocks us from receiving his full healing. This work being done on the inside will allow us to reap an outward harvest just as God intended. Remember, his hand is mighty and his love is everlasting. We all deserve to be free, but this only happens when we allow the Father to come in to pull out the ugly and replace it with his goodness. Generations of Dreams by Natalie R. Tibbs. I come from a long line of roses. My grandmother's name is Rosemary. My mother's middle name is Rose. My sister's middle name is Rose. And my middle name is also Rose. There is no surprise that my mother has a deep love of roses. They are lovingly planted in her garden, printed on her favorite clothing, noticeably placed in pictures and seen on fun trinkets she's purchased over the years, I'm sure because of the roses. Yes, my mother loves the rose. However, I've learned that to her, rose is more than a name, a flower, or a fun pattern. For my mother, the rose is a symbol of love we are to give and share with others. She has always said to me, Natalie, there is always beauty to be found in anything. Sometimes you just need to look beyond the thorns. The beauty is there, you just sometimes have to look a little harder. For others, they may have to look a little harder, but for her, the beauty is seen instantly. My mother has this amazing ability to see beyond the surface of things and has a passion for loving people especially those who may be difficult for society to find lovable. She sees their inner child and realizes that there is hurt deeper under the surface. I believe this is why she literally cries for the children. Many years ago, she created a bumper sticker that had the words cry for the children to create awareness of child abuse. 
She believes that all of society should be concerned for the safety and protection of children, which has led her to become a pioneer in the field of child abuse prevention and awareness. She is a true inspiration, never having a problem standing up for what she believes in. She simply doesn't back down. I have always thought of my mother as being so brave and so incredibly strong. One may say that her strength may come as a bit of stubbornness, but I have seen her use that to make a difference in the world. She started right in her backyard, leaving an imprint in our local community, then expanding across the state and in neighboring states with her ability to build partnerships and always dreaming big. Her ingenuity, passion, and grit have brought empathy, dignity, hope, and healing to hurting women and children who have been victimized. I have always said that if I am half the person that my mother is, then I know I am accomplishing something incredible. I know that I am a lot like my mother, though, and that my passion is similar to hers in ensuring that I try to make our world a better place tomorrow than it was yesterday. Like her, I strive for children's voices to be heard and for their lives to be guarded and protected. And I am also certain many would call me stubborn, but I hope it is, I hope it is always about things that truly matter, like the protection of a child. My mother would often say, it isn't about me, a truly altruistic and humble mindset. I believe her. It has been and always will be about the children, both the actual youth and the ones who are trying to find the childhood they were robbed of because of abuse and trauma. More than anything, my mother strongly believes in the calling that God placed in her life, putting her faith in his provision over each area of her life, and this can be seen throughout her ministry. If I pass anything on to my own daughters from what I have learned from my mother, I hope that it is to love Jesus above all else and to know that every person matters and every story matters. I would teach them that we all are called to do I would teach them that all we are called to do is to love since we are all roses. Needless to say to carry on the family name and heart, my sister and I both gave our daughters the middle name of Rose. We'll wear it well because of her. His Wonder by J.R.B. Don't get lost in a faint blunder. Don't get lost in doubt it plunders. Listen to his call like thunder instead of falling deep down under. For the day I rose is the day he fell, and the day he rose I heard you tell. Yes, his wonder suits you well. Spotlight, Anna Grace Formals. Meet JC and Sydney from Anna Grace Formals in Rogers, Arkansas. This mother-daughter duo are both owner and manager, working together to bring about their dream of empowering women to embrace their unique beauty. 
They have their own unique sensibility to make whoever walks through their doors or those who contact them via online to feel as though their occasion is meant to be unforgettable. So it's up to the two of them to make it count by helping identify the perfect ensemble. Ever want to feel special from head to toe and have someone sense your personality to help you choose the perfect dress for your special occasion? That's what these two do, and they do it in fun, fashion, and most of all, with a flair of humility. Their boutique, located in beautiful downtown Rogers, features hundreds of gowns for weddings, not only for the bride, but also including a variety of fabrics and styles for bridesmaids, flower girls, mother of the bride, etc. They even offer brand name designer gowns, tuxedo rentals, and accessories for other special days, formal occasions, and all at an affordable price. The opening of the boutique over four years ago was a dream come true for this duo, working hard to continue to provide quality services for their customers, both in person and online. They embrace building partnerships with others to allow them to realize their dreams as well. Their partnership with Dorothy Mabry of Shoefly Alterations slash Sewing is a perfect example of their collaborative spirit. Mabry heads the talented alterations team that allows Anna Grace customers to have a well-rounded experience, bringing a calm to the atmosphere of getting ready for a special day. JC, owner, has a heart for helping women, saying recently, the opportunity to support the empowerment of women to feel beautiful and confident and loved on their special day and in their unique moment is the privilege in which we feel blessed to be a part. Well said. Favor congratulates both JC and Sydney for walking in their dreams. Visit AnnaGraceFormals.com for a complete catalog or visit their boutique if you are in the area, 118 West Elm Street, Rogers, Arkansas. You won't regret it. Where I Am by Tammy Michelle Perry I am going to a space of freedom because I've been where I've had to be. Now God can lead me to all the places where the great I am has purposed for me. Coming soon, the Kingdom Kids series, book one, Who is the Humble One? Written and designed by Jelana R. Bostwick, illustrated by Corey Johnson. The Kingdom Kids Series, a Christian biblical teaching series for children. Modern Cabin Retreats, Mocha, where women can rest, learn, Grow. Types of retreats, in-person, private, or parties of five, Zoom monthly motivational meetings. Interested in booking a retreat? Email J-O-L-A-N-A at getpeakpotential.com.
Hold Up by J.R.B. I am holding up well only because of his hand, for he guides me to places not even I understand. Yet he tells me I can, and I get up again and again. Yes, he holds me up daily with the might of his steady hand. Thank you for listening to Favor, a Peak Potential newsletter coming out the 19th of every month. Visit getpeakpotential.com for more information on our services.